Thank you for listening to the Society of Critical Care Medicine's iCritical Care Podcast. The iCritical Care Podcast is copyrighted material and all rights are reserved. Statements of fact and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of authors and participants and do not imply an opinion on the part of the Society of Critical Care Medicine or its officers or members. Your host is the Society's Associate Editor for Podcasts, Dr. Richard Savell. Dr. Savell is the Associate Director of the Surgical Intensive Care Unit at Maimonides Medical Center in Brooklyn, New York. He also is an Assistant Professor of Medicine at the Mount Sinai School of Medicine. To contact the editorial staff of the iCritical Care Podcast with questions, comments, or ideas, please email info at sccm.org. Hello and welcome to the Society of Critical Care Medicine's iCritical Care Podcast. Today is Friday, April 20th, 2007, and I'm Dr. Richard Savell. In today's podcast, we will provide an audio companion to the e-newsletter from April 19th, 2007. Study finds urine test can predict outcomes in the acute respiratory distress syndrome. Researchers at UCSF have found that a simple urine test can predict the survival of patients with the acute respiratory distress syndrome, according to Health Day. A study in the American Journal of Respiratory and Critical Care Medicine finds that higher levels of nitric oxide in urine were associated not only with improved survival, but also with less time spent on the ventilator and decreased rates of organ dysfunction. This is novel because we are using urine as opposed to a blood test, added lead researcher and Society of Critical Care Medicine member Dr. Michael Mathe, a professor of medicine and anesthesia at the University of California, San Francisco. The study included 566 patients enrolled in the United States National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute's ARDS network. By the third day of the three-day study, 62 of the patients had died. All survivors had significantly higher levels of nitric oxide than those who did not, the researchers found. This relationship was not unexpected since nitric oxide is involved in oxygen transport to the tissues. The study results mark a new approach to using urine testing to measure pathogenesis in acute lung injury, Mathe said. The urine test eventually could be used as a predictor in the treatment of ARDS patients in conjunction with other measurements. Risk of morphine hastening patient death may be exaggerated. A study published in the March 2007 issue of Palliative Medicine shows that, when given in the appropriate doses to treat cancer pain, morphine will not hasten a patient's death by interfering with his or her breathing, according to Medline+. Plus. The findings contradict the idea that giving dying patients opioids for pain can shorten their lives by depressing their respiratory drive. It's in all the textbooks as something to be aware of, but probably the risk has been exaggerated, said Declan Walsh, MD, of the Cleveland Clinic Foundation in Ohio. It's not that there isn't a risk, but that we've perhaps been overly concerned about it. Dr. Walsh and his team monitor breathing and vital signs in 29 patients who had been admitted to the hospital for treatment of poorly controlled cancer pain. He and his colleagues had previously investigated respiration in cancer patients after the appropriate dosage of morphine had been reached. In the current study, they looked at respiration as the dosage was being adjusted. They found no evidence for any respiratory depression in the patients, all of whom maintained blood oxygen saturation levels of 92% or greater throughout the study. The findings show that morphine can be used safely to relieve pain in patients who are very ill and that physicians need not be as concerned about the use of the drug as previously thought. 
This is all contingent on morphine being prescribed correctly, according to the investigators. New forum site launches today on MySCCM. As part of its major website upgrade, the Society of Critical Care Medicine today launched a new critical care forum site. Society members and customers can log in to the new critical care forums through MySCCM using their username, customer ID, and password last name. Additional forum features include 1. A single-point login through MySCCM. By entering the new critical care forum's website through MySCCM, users can move seamlessly through several portals of the SCCM website. Access resources such as critical care medicine, pediatric critical care medicine, and now the critical care forums through one central location. An additional feature includes tailored information. Subscribe to an RSS feed that automatically will be refreshed each time a new post is added. New organization. The new critical care forum site will be organized into four main categories to help you find the information that you need and include adult critical care, pediatric critical care, protocols, FCCS, and training protocols. Users will still have access to the old forum site, but they no longer will be able to post new discussions or posts or respond to discussions. The Society hopes this new format will provide users with a better forum experience. If you have questions or difficulty logging into the new Critical Care Forum's website, email forums at sccm.org or call customer service at 1-847-827-6888. SCCM is on the cutting edge with new technology. Always on the cutting edge of new technology, the Society of Critical Care Medicine has announced two new ways to stay connected and receive updates on society news. The Society has created its own Yahoo widget, providing the latest SCCM news as well as easy access to the Society's websites. Download the SCCM Yahoo widget, and this at-a-glance interactive desktop application will keep you constantly linked to new developments and activities through RSS feeds. Widgets can be organized neatly along the side of your desktop, and they eliminate the need for the user to surf the web to find the information that they need most. Also, an RSS feed of the Society's e-newsletter can be delivered to your Windows-compatible mobile device. Point your mobile browser to www.sccm.org mobile and receive the latest news directly on your cellular phone, PDA, or other mobile device. Education and Resources Summer Conference offers strategies to administer effective nutrition therapy. Participate in compelling examinations of current nutrition practices and guidelines as international faculty debate controversial topics derived from their daily practice in critical care nutrition during the 6th Summer Conference in Intensive Care Medicine, Nutrition as a Therapeutic Agent to Improve Critical Care Outcomes. This event is jointly sponsored by the Society of Critical Care Medicine and the European Society of Intensive Care Medicine. Gain a multiprofessional perspective on topics such as benefits and limitations of select nutrients, successful strategies in enteral and parenteral nutrition therapy, similarities and differences in international nutrition guidelines, and others. Join your colleagues June 14th through the 16th, 2007, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, for this important conference. Earn 70 of the required 100 points towards maintenance of certification. 
For the critical care practitioner, maintenance of certification does not have to be a burden. The Society of Critical Care Medicine developed its comprehensive American Board of Internal Medicine Critical Care Self-Evaluation Process Module Review to assist practitioners in completing 70 of the required 100 points of self-evaluation. The Society's two-day course will be held in Chicago, Illinois, USA on August 5th and 6th, 2007. During this time, participants will review and complete four medical knowledge modules and determine how to fulfill the performance improvement requirement, which is completed independently after the course. Knowledgeable faculty will present each module, containing multiple-choice questions and rationales, in an interactive group setting to lead participants to the correct answers. The Society's American Board of Internal Medicine Critical Care SEP module review was well-organized and executed. The lectures were clear and to the point, said past course participant Charles U. Gabadwi, M.D., Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And finally, SCCM to hold one-day rapid response system training. A hospitalized patient's condition has triggered a code protocol and your RRT has been called to the bedside. Your professional training and on-the-job experience provide solid groundwork for assessing and stabilizing the patient's condition, but are the rest of your team members empowered to do the same? Obtain the needed skills to advance your team's functionality and develop a capable, seasoned rapid response team program during the Society of Critical Care Medicine's Rapid Response Team Training to be held August 6, 2007 in Chicago, Illinois, USA. This concentrated one-day course will include a brief overview of the rationale, evidence and structure of rapid response systems, the anatomy of an RRT call, and tips for effective communications and crisis management. Participants will break into small work groups to circulate through interactive modules that troubleshoot calls on airway, breathing, circulation, and neurology, as well as address barriers to implementation and solutions. As a registered participant, you will receive a comprehensive take-home workbook containing systematic algorithms, detailed graphics, faculty slides, multiple-choice questions, and real-world case studies. Register today, as space is limited. For the iCritical Care Podcast, I'm Dr. Richard Savell. Discover successful strategies on how to achieve the maximum benefits of nutrition therapy at the 6th Summer Conference in Intensive Care Medicine. Nutrition as a Therapeutic Agent to Improve Critical Care Outcomes, to be held June 14th through the 16th, 2007, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Developed by the Society of Critical Care Medicine and the European Society of Intensive Care Medicine, this conference will cover topics such as the benefits and limitations of select nutrients, successful strategies involved in enteral and parenteral nutrition therapy, and similarities and differences in international nutrition guidelines. Register today by visiting www.sccm.org or calling 1-847-827-6888.